What's up, folks, and welcome to the Hello Ghostly podcast. I am going to be your one and only host. My name is Ryan, or Hello Ghostly, if you are searching for me across the interwebs. And we're back again with another fan-dabby-dozy episode of this gaming-related podcast. My energy is going to be kind of slim pickings today because I had a bit of an early morning and a late night. So I kind of got to bed around 4am, 5am UK time. And then I was up at around half past nine in the morning. So I'm kind of struggling if I do say so myself. I'm just trying to keep on chugging along. And I've got so many things that I'm trying to do today. I'm just trying to get on with my life and do all the things. And that is the plan. So hopefully we'll continue to do so but thank you for tuning in once again to another episode it's gonna be a good one indeed it's gonna be fine hopefully you like it very much indeed we got some video games we are going to be playing before we get into everything like that though i do want to put up right up in the front of the show what is going to be possibly happening today there is a rumored xbox event that is going to be discussing the xbox bethesda deal as well as some other things possibly i'm not going to be including that into today's show because i really cannot wait for that to hopefully maybe possibly happen. I am kind of on the fence. I don't actually think it could happen today because I don't really see them doing much unless they just drop a video on the Xbox's YouTube channel or a blog post on the Xbox Newswire. I can't really see them being this big live stream event where they do a big showcase. I don't think that's going to be happening today because it just doesn't make a ton of sense to just drop that out of nowhere. I would think there would be some form of build-up to an actual event, so I think it's just going to be a video or something like that. So I am going to be skipping over that. So if that has happened, I apologize that it's not covered into today's show, but I needed to start recording so I could try and get this edited and out nice and early for you. But anyway, I digress. Let's get into what I've been playing slash watching. I've been playing some video games this week. I'm always playing video games, but I've been definitely playing some more this week. I've been playing Yakuza 4 and I'm enjoying it very much indeed. I jumped straight from Yakuza 3 to Yakuza 4 and I'm having a great time. I am kind of missing the first character you play as. So it's kind of very similar to Yakuza 0 where you jump between characters except I'm kind of missing playing that first character because I found him very interesting I liked where that story was going and then it's jumped into someone else and now we're jumping into someone else again and I enjoyed the playstyle of the first character as well he reacts kind of differently to the other two the other two are very similar in fighting styles so Yes, I digress. I'm enjoying it. I'm having a good time. I just wish I was playing the first character. I don't want to kind of reveal names or anything because I don't want to spoil anything. Because maybe, possibly, you would count that as a spoiler. I don't know. But yes, I've been playing that. I've been playing a ton of that. I've also been playing some Apex Legends because the Chaos Theory Collection event has just dropped. And it's very good. I'm enjoying it very much indeed. Apart from King's Canyon, I'm still sick and tired of King's Canyon. Can we please have a different map? For some reason, they're just back to King's Canyon again now until this event ends. Which is kind of frustrating because I don't like this map. Stop trying to shove this king's canyon down my throat i don't want it i don't want to be force fed this king's canyon just leave me be but yes i've been kind of playing that and having fun but also hating it at the same time because i don't like king's canyon basically but the one i want to talk about and focus on a lot and that is the overwatch update because overwatch dropped the patchy marchy event which in itself is kind of a somewhat bog standard run-of-the-mill challenge event except this time the rewards are are better you can get a new skin 
but you can also get a new emote, so that's very nice indeed. But that's not what I'm excited about. I'm excited about the Xbox Series X and Xbox Series S upgrade. I will talk about it more in this episode because it's in the news because there's not a ton of gaming news this week but I will be talking about that a little bit more but my initial first thoughts are I absolutely love it this game is so smooth it is so fast in 4k 60 I'm just a big old fan but we'll break all of that down in the gaming news which we're going to get into right now so let's start things off with xbox because they have announced that they have completed their acquisition of bethesda and it comes with some interesting quotes from the company itself so xbox has acquired bethesda for a cool 7.5 billion dollars this partnership was announced a very long time ago last year in around september august i think if i'm correct but now it has finally gone through and we have a statement from both parties involved in this purchase with the first one coming from Phil Spencer on the Xbox's Newswire blog. It's kind of like where they talk about all the news. But he said the following. Now that everything is official, we can begin working together to deliver more great games to everyone. At every step, building toward this moment, I've been inspired and motivated by the creativity, insight and community first approach of the talented people at Bethesda. Our goal is to give these teams the best foundation for doing the greatest work and to learn from them as we continue to build xbox into an inclusive platform for all players so that's a cool start we got a bunch of pr speak we love some pr speak around here well i do personally i'm a big fan of the press related conversational topical things i don't know where i'm going with that but anyway spencer did also want to give some more statements because he wasn't done there on the deal he did say the next bit which goes as followed Xbox consoles, PC and Game Pass will be the best places to experience new Bethesda games. Some new titles in the future that will be exclusive to Xbox and PC players. However, with that delicious statement there, he didn't actually confirm which exact games would be possibly exclusive or not. I'm assuming that things like maybe a Wolfenstein might move over to be exclusive and then possibly doom would then stay multi-plat and then they've still got that big gory shooter that is a multi-platform shooter there so they're still getting that market in as well as doom i think is bigger than wolfenstein so i think it would do a 10 better on that particular thing they can kind of move wolfenstein over here and have it be over here specifically on xbox and pc on xbox game pass i also think dishonored would be one of those games as well as maybe prey one game i don't see being exclusive is elder scrolls and the sole purpose for that is the amount of money that skyrim made like this is one of the biggest games that has ever released and it was released everywhere so i don't think they will do this with elder scrolls i do see them doing it with starfield and i can also see maybe possibly that things from tango gameworks will be then later on down the line exclusive on that platform because they are working on ghostwire tokyo and that is currently in a deal with playstation so that'll stay over there for the time being but i do think that any new property that comes from bethesda that will be coming to xbox and pc exclusively and then maybe some things like i assume fallout and like the elder scroll series will stay multi-platform but then new things like the indiana jones games will be exclusive i can just see that being the case it all depends what the contract is there with lucas films on indiana jones i don't know the exact deal they've got in place to make that game so maybe 
it's kind of worked into the contract that it is multi-platform, but we'll have to wait and see on that front. But we have more on this deal from Bethesda's side of things. Pete Hines, who is the head of marketing, I think, if I'm correct. Well, he said the following on Bethesda's website. First, let me say that we're not making any landmark announcement or changes right now. As we've all shared, the expectation is that Bethesda Softworks and our studios will continue as we have in the past, just with more support and resources than we've ever had before. Obviously, Game Pass has been an important initiative for Xbox, and we'll be working on putting even more of our games into Game Pass than ever before. Beyond that, stay tuned, we're just getting started together. The final point that I want to talk about in regards to this deal, we have another quote from Phil Spencer, who did go on to say that we are bringing additional Bethesda games into Xbox Game Pass this week, and to stay tuned for more details. This was also iterated and announced on Aaron Greenberg's official Instagram page, who is the head of marketing over at Xbox. I don't think that's his exact title. There's a big old title, so I do apologize, Aaron, for getting that wrong, Mr. Greenberg. I do apologize immensely. I'm just a fool, and I can't remember job titles. Who does? Who does? I don't have your business card. I ain't got that thing in front of me. I didn't write that down. I don't do that much research here on this show. But anyway, I digress. Aaron Greenberg is where I first saw the fact that they would be bringing more Bethesda titles into Xbox Game Pass. I think we'll see a couple more announced very shortly and it'll be coming within the next week, I would say. So keep an eye out on that indeed. But anyway, overall, I'm excited about this acquisition. I think it's a good thing for Xbox. I'm personally more excited about some of their other studio pickups like Obsidian Entertainment and Double Fine because I'm more of a fan of those companies themselves. Like Obsidian made the South Park game, the first one, The Stick of Truth, and that is a masterpiece. It is a Pazis de Resistance. I love that game so, so much. And also, Costume Quest is a big game in my life that I'm very excited about. And I do hope that we get a third game from the fine people at Double Fine and Tim Schafer. So please, Tim, get on that, please. Get a team just working on it. I don't care. Just a small team. Push them out to the side and get them cranking out regular Costume Quests. Get me some Holiday Quest even in there if you'd like. Or even just Costume Quest, the Christmas edition. I would would be happy about all just please more costume quest in my life i need it Watch Dogs Legion's multiplayer update did actually launch earlier on in the week for some consoles. However, some modes have been delayed, sadly. So Ubisoft has seemingly delayed the launch for the PC completely, as well as they have announced that on their official Twitter that the mode known as Tactical Ops, which is kind of like a raid-like difficult mission type thing to be played in co-op, is apparently causing some issues with the game as well as crashes, so it will not be coming at the launch on Xbox Play. PlayStation and Stadia, but will come at a later date, which has been announced as March 23rd. Some even more grim news, though, if you're on the PC side of things, like I said just a minute ago, there is an issue that is causing some crashing on PC with certain GPUs, so the team is currently working on a fix for multiplayer in total, and they have no release date yet on that. However, they did say they will communicate a new launch date as soon as possible. Lastly, there is one final bug for the PlayStation 4 and PS5 owners, which is causing some problems in regards to in-game text chat. So over there, it is available, but it's available in a limited capacity with a 
fixed to be coming on March 23rd. Also, if you want to look into this a little bit more, I suggest you do. It's very interesting and very strange how these specific issues are hitting specific platforms. It seems to be a lot lately the developers are running into less issues with the Xbox's new console with the Series X and Series S compared to the PlayStation 5. I don't know what's going on there, but it's like kind of very strange that there's some things that have happened this past week that is been affecting the PlayStation side of things and the PC side of things, but isn't necessarily affecting Xbox. I just find that very strange indeed. Maybe developers are focusing more on Xbox this generation. I don't know. We will have to wait and see to see what comes with that one, but some more stuff for the online mode coming on March 23rd, so keep your eyes peeled for that one. Something that you should keep yourself peeled for, but not Peely the Banana, but actually Fortnite in itself, because we have some news in regards to the Zero Crisis storyline, because Epic has announced that that particular storyline will be coming to a final conclusion next week, when the end of Chapter 2 Season 5 finishes, as well as then following on to the beginning of Chapter 2 Season 6. The studio discussed this in a recent blog post which announced the upcoming event. We'll be able to play through a new conclusion of Agent Jones's mission. The mission will be available to play whenever players want to once you log in during the next season, which is very interesting indeed because normally they have like a timed event. You can be there, experience it, and then it's gone. But it's nice to have this recurring thing where you can go back to. Hopefully they do this more in the future because then their player base is not missing anything there. But I digress. Epic also did say that players should spend any remaining gold bars that they have, complete their battle passes and finish their quests that include the Mandalorian Beskar quest which is a quest in the game that you use to unlock specific pieces of Beskar armor as well as the back bling for baby Yoda if you want that that's at level 100 on the battle pass if I'm correct we've just actually unlocked it on my profile so I can run around as Mandalorian in my Beskar armor and my baby Yodas yay Anyway, lastly, in some other Fortnite-related news, DC and Epic Games are collaborating on a crossover comic called Batman x Fortnite, which will also tie into the Zero Point, which is the beginning of this Zero Crisis event. This will also include some download code for some exclusive skins. For example, they've announced one of those skins being Harley Quinn for the first comic, but if you also manage to pick up all six issues, you will get access to the Armored Batman skin. This is very cool and very interesting. There is going to be some really neat things happening in this crossover. There's going to be a crossover within the crossover with G.I. Joe and Batman. They've already announced that Batman and and Snake Eyes are going to face off at one point. I am super hyped for this, even though I'm not a massive Fortnite player. My wife tends to play Fortnite on my account for me to get me all those beautiful skins. But yes, I've just outed myself. I'm not a Fortnite player, but I've got all these fine skins. I know, I'm going to stop. I digress. But I am excited for this comic personally, because my daughter is actually a huge fan of comic books, and she's a big fan of Fortnite, so I'm going to be excited to pick these up and also be able to get these skins for myself too. We're going to buy a couple of copies of the comics, I think, here in the ghostly household. But I'm excited, because I like Batman. And she likes Fortnite, so it's something we can kind of like talk about and discuss as the new 
comics are released. But this is going to be a six episode run. If you do want to get it, it's going to be six issues. So you can read through it and then enjoy your skin in game. Talking about a game that I do play myself regularly and enjoy very muchly indeed. And that is Overwatch. Because it seemingly has had some enhancements in its latest update for the Xbox Series X and Xbox Series S console. So this is very strange indeed because these enhancements were not mentioned in the most recent patch notes at all they just were not discussed however there was a post on the official games forums where they confirmed that players on xbox series x and xbox series s consoles can now choose between three different visual modes that includes resolution which will offer 4k at 60 hertz on the xbox series x which is the one that i'm doing right now there's also a 1440p at 60 hertz on the xbox series s and then there's balance that is going to up the image quality at the cost of resolution so that's 1440p at 60 hertz on series x and then 1080p 60 hertz on series s and then last but certainly not least is frame rate that will offer 120 frames per second at 1440p on the xbox series x and 1080p resolution on the series s but i assume at 120 frames it doesn't actually say that in my show notes for some reason i'm personally very hyped about this and i'm going to discuss my feelings on it in a second but i do want to talk about playstation because sadly there is no new enhancements currently available for playstation 5 owners which could possibly be the reasoning for why it didn't appear in the patch notes all of this come on march 9th with the Pachamari challenge event but let's talk about that delicious new enhancements. So I've been experiencing the 4K 60 frames per second myself, and I am absolutely loving it. It is so crispy. It is so smooth. And those are completely opposite adjectives that seem to work right now. But it is crispy. It is smooth. It is quick. Like, things that would necessarily be slow on the normal vision of Overwatch is hella quick now. For example, when you vote for your teammates at the end of a match to give them some ups or downs, some thumbs up, like they were a good teammate, or they were a shot caller, or what was the other one? Just an average bum, I think is what it says. It doesn't say that. But if it's one of those three things, you can actually do that way quicker and it's way smoother than usual the gameplay is absolutely stunning i have yet to try this in 120 frames per second because sadly my tv does not support it which makes me very mad indeed it kind of gets under my skin just a little bit because i bought my tv in 2018 and then the 2019 version of my tv has hdmi 2.1 but my tv doesn't and it's like no why why would you do this why won't you let me have my 120 frames per the second i just want them now but this game is absolutely stunning in 4K. I didn't think it was going to make that much of a difference. But by golly, does it make a difference. And by golly, am I excited to play more of it, which I will be doing so this afternoon. But on to our last news story of the day. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge has been announced. It is a brand new turtle game and I am excited indeed. This will be from the developer known as Tribute Games as well as publisher Dotamu who have announced this brand new side-scrolling beat-em-up game that will feature your favourite mutant turtles. 
The new game will see Leonardo, Donatello, Michelangelo and Raphael, who is the best turtle, go from the streets of New York all the way through to Dimension X. You will also be facing off against classic foes and villains from the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle universe that includes such baddies as Bebop, Rocksteady, Krang and Shredder. This does come with some sad news because no specific release date was given or platform for the games just yet. They did confirm that it would be on PC and consoles, but which consoles? Who knows? Please be Xbox. Please, I want to play this game so bad. I love me some turtles. And with that being the end of the gaming news, let's get into our final segment of the day, and that is Ghost Box. Ghost Box is an ever-rotating segment where it's kind of like a loot box. It changes each and every week, except you don't get a house full of trash and it doesn't cost you a penny. This week's Ghost Box is going to be What's Coming. What's Coming is a big old list of all the upcoming games releasing for a particular month, which this episode is going to be focusing on on April. So let's get through it as quick as possible with some opinion thrown into the mix. So April 1st we'll see the release of Outriders on PC, PlayStation 5, Xbox Series X, PlayStation 4, Xbox One and Stadia. This one actually has a demo available right now on Xbox. I don't know if it's on anything else. I just know it's on Xbox. I've yet to play it. I've got it downloaded, ready to go. I'm hopefully going to be checking that one out very very soon. Then on April 6th we'll see the release of Odd World Soulstorm finally on PC, PS5, and PS4. This one is also going to be available on PlayStation Plus on that same date on PlayStation 5, so that's very nice indeed. But that's not the only game available on April 6th, and that is Star Wars Republic Commander is going to be available on your Nintendo Switch and your PlayStation 4. Then, on April 8th, we'll see the release of Before Your Eyes, and that's on PC, as well as Scarlet Hood and The Wicked Wood on PC. So both of those are your personal computer games. Then April 13th we have the release of Final Fantasy 14 open beta on PS5 so you'll finally be able to get to play some Final Fantasy MMO goodness on your PlayStation 5 if you're one of the five people that own one which I seemingly am. Then there's April 15th which will see the release of Saga Frontier remastered on PC, PS4, Nintendo Switch. Eh, sounds okay. April 20th will be a very big day indeed with MLB The Show 21, which is a big deal because it's never come out on any of the Xbox consoles and it will be coming to the Xbox Series X, the Xbox One, the PlayStation 5 and the PS4. But that's not the only game for that day because Mask Maker will be available on PC VR as well as PlayStation VR. Then April 22nd is Humankind on PC and Stadia. April 23rd is Judgment on PS5, Xbox Series X and Stadia. One that I'm very excited about and cannot wait to play, but luckily I got some Yakuza games to play in the meantime. Then there's Nia Replicant version 1.22474487139 on PC, PlayStation 4 and Xbox One. What a rubbish name for a game. Come on, you can do better than that. Nia Automata was better than that. And that was a poor name there. And then last but certainly not least, April 30th is the big bad boy day of April. And that is going to be seeing the release of new Pokemon Snap on Nintendo Switch and Returnal on your PlayStation 5. 
So that is going to be all of the games coming up, and that is also going to be my time here and then. I hope you have enjoyed this week's episode of the Hello Ghostly podcast. We'll be back again shortly with another episode. But thank you always for listening to this ramblings of this madman. If you do have five minutes of your time, please head on over to iTunes and leave a review. It does help out the show immensely. I'm actually pretty excited to see what numbers the show has done, but I can't because I moved the show because of technical issues, and now I'm having technical issues again, this time with iTunes Connect, so I can't actually see the stats of this particular podcast. Hopefully I'll get to see them soon. Maybe it'll fix itself. Maybe it won't. Maybe it will just be forever unknown to how many people listen to this podcast. But as always, thank you for listening. I hope you have an awesome week slash weekend, and I will catch you in the next one. But until then, ghostly out. <laughs>